Hello, welcome to episode nine of You're Missing the Point with Jake Loft featuring Thomas Bradbury. Um, last time I had Thomas do the intro, he said episode nine, uh, but it was actually episode eight. Uh, so episode nine, for real, this time, uh, we're still still what, what's quarantined. What's happening is all the days blend together so much. That's what it is. I it's, don't even remember how many podcasts we've recorded. And it actually hasn't been that many because I've been living under fear. And it's not even fear of the government that I'm feeling right now. It's fear of these damn animals. It is like a, a damn animal sanctuary in my backyard. Jake, what has been going on? Well, our backyard is like sort of a petting zoo in a way of, of varmints. I would not pet any of the animals. It's, it's a varmint there. petting zoo. We've got a raccoon, a possum, um, a stray cat that I think is local, like a local neighborhood. It has to be local, yeah. Local neighborhood stray. Um, and uh, a robin has also moved in, a robin family with a nest and eggs and two. There's two robins, I think. Just in but, time or, for Easter. There's three nice eggs. Nice but it's not really Easter. an Easter egg hunt when the eggs are so centrally located. It kind of takes the fun out of the hunt. Maybe maybe our roommate Jordan will dress up as Sean Spicer and the Easter Bunny. But until we have that, I, I just don't know. No, I think maybe what we need to do is hide the eggs from the robin. I am not messing with nature, but it all so, became too much. All of this, all this wildlife stuff became too much, and I decided I had to escape the house. So I had to put on a mask before I went to the store. And my mom had sent me this zebra face mask that she had made out of crafts and supplies. Jake, what was your experience like at the store today? Oh yeah, so we we went over to Safeway, and uh, it's it's kind of like a movie out there. You there's uh, they've got X's on the ground for you to stand on, and they're I'm all wearing a mask. Two alleged two alleged cart distances away uh, from each other, or six feet, as they say. Uh, you know, so we had to wait in line, one in, one out, Safeway. It, it, it I was almost excited. It brought me back to the bars. The last time I had one in and one out was at crowded clubs, and like. If I'm if I'm learning anything about myself during this quarantine period, it's how much I hated bars where like it was so crowded to get to a drink. Like I usually just bullied my way forward, like a like a wrecking ball. Like Miley Cyrus told me how to get came forward. in like a wrecking a- ball. Exactly, exactly. I was coming in like a wrecking ball, but like I haven't had to do that in so long. I, I think I might lose those skills. What is everyone's bar skills going to even be like when we get back to the bars? You know, it's, people are going to be so... The, the second I get bumped into and spill my drink a little bit, I don't even know what I'm going to do. I don't know if, if we're going to... It's been go- so long since I've been like... My immunity to caring about getting bumped into. Like if someone even sniffs my shoulder, is like a breathing on me at the grocery store, I'm about to throw hands. But like, how do you, how do we just go back to normal society where that's just an okay thing at a bar? Well, it's, it's not just bars. It's going to be everything that the doctor on television, the the tell the real television doctor, no Dr. Fauci is no Dr. Oz. That's for sure. Or Phil, Dr. Phil or Oz. Big so Fauci though, he's the, he's the real deal. He says he wants to get rid of the handshake forever. I saw so that. Ma- maybe, yeah, I saw that. Maybe that, let that. Uh, is an indication that all of our g- close quartered 
business society are just going to go away. You know, maybe we, maybe you won't get bumped into a bars anymore. You'll I, I, just, think, you'll, I think everybody will have. Uh, no, a bar is going to see their profit margin and they're going to see if we don't let in as many people that flood the bar as possible, they're not going to make their money off of these overpriced $15 no, I, I, shots, well, no, for sure. You know? Obviously, they're going to do that. What I'm saying is, like, what about the demand? Like, the if I, you know, if do you de- think consumer choice is going to be? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm if if uh, if we were to go so far as to uh, update our practices in society to not shake hands anymore, then it's likely that we would also be more self conscious about our personal space, and we wouldn't be packing the bars as much. So, uh, hmm. you know, I, I think I, I'll still be packing the bars. What what's gonna change though? I've never been a fan of the handshake. I think the handshake's unsanitary. Um, I I I don't really get it. Maybe it's beyond my time. Maybe it's a, it's an older thing, and it's going out of style. But going to the bars and just being young and loose and hip, I don't think I'm gonna lose that from the corn. But a handshake, yeah, I'll I'll get rid of the handshake. No, I'm not gonna lose anything. I think we're shaking hands. I think of kissing babies. What all the stuff. The, uh, you wouldn't let a politician kiss your baby during this outbreak, though. I, w- I wouldn't let Joe Biden anywhere near a baby. I wouldn't let Joe Biden near near Vi- anyone, virus or not. Yeah, he's just not a safe person. Yeah, and then I wouldn't want my baby near Donald Trump. So I wouldn't want him get it from him. I would. I wouldn't want to. You Don, wouldn't want to poison the Don. I wouldn't want Don to be exposed like to that. Poison in the well. It hurts my, all my of baby, society yeah. if you poison the Don. Yes, you know? indeed. Uh, so we have to just. Eliminate kissing babies from our playbook this year. Okay, so, but with our backyard, it's been so wild. And let me tell you something. The first time I saw the possum, I was like, you know, hideous, ugly, repulsive. There's so many adjectives to describe a possum that are not positive. But you know what needs a rebrand more than anything? A possum. Think about this. Instead of instead of it looking like a or a damn rat king, we need to call it. You know how there's all these these Irish bars like O'Daniel's, O'Hoolahan's, O'Connellys, Pat, Patches O'Hoolahan, Rip Torn, rest in peace. R.I.P. But you know how there's all these bars that that play off the Irish thing. We just need to give possums a little hat, and then you say, "Oh, it's an opossum." Everyone would love the possum again. Again, I don't know if there ever was ever a time, <laughs> but uh, you, yeah, you know I, can, I can imagine yeah. the place that you walk in. It's dark, and there's just a bunch of taxidermied possums around, sticking out of walls, head sticking up of behind tables and with things a, like with that. With a little and Irish flair and throw some maybe wood, a pot of gold, a little section with uh, patches uh, for uh, police officers. Right? Have you yeah. seen that? Yeah, they, you know the the Pat the police officers and the fire department patches right next to possums. Possums have need, needed this rebrand this for a while. This is a re, a perfect rebrand for the possum, I believe. And speaking of gold, you know what's you know what's about to happen to my life tomorrow? I, both of our lives, actually. Our lives are about to transform. And here's why. You know what I'm using my Trump bucks on? I Jake and I went out and we decided. You know what would be the best investment of our Trump bucks? That honestly, because it's mostly going to get lost in bureaucracy, we don't even know if we're going to see these dollars for another three months. But does that really matter? No, because uh, this is just a failed government plan 
try to put money injected into everyone's pocket. But in, in expectation of that money coming, Jake and I purchased gold chains. That's right. Gold chains, like an Italian. I wouldn't say an Italian. I, I just kind of wanted one. I had roommates back in college. They both wore, like, I don't know, silver or stainless steel or whatever chains. And I was always jealous, but I'm more of a gold guy. Like, my watch, for example, uh, has a little gold on it. And I want to match the watch. Yeah, I yeah I like I like a good gold. I said gold accessories. I think that looks good. I uh, want well, see my reasoning behind the gold chain is uh, well the look that I kind of carry is awfully awfully Miami sometimes. I would say like my currently I I've got, I've, you know I've got You're wearing a, a fish shirt. I've got a it's, fish it's shirt like on. Four unbuttoned. Um, like it's, it's not it, even. And I'm wearing, not only fish a the band, just like, you know, a, a shirt with fish on it. And I always wear you know, and I wear them a little low. So a gold chain I think would complement the look perfectly. I get a gold chain or possibly like a one of those straw. Not quite fedoras, but you, you know. I've worn one before. Yeah, yeah I, I understand what you're saying. It's it's not my look. I, I gotta say, um, it's someone's. I don't think it's yours either. No, I think but it, I it think is. It, it is mine. definitely someone's. I, it's look. an attitude. It's like the shoes. It's just like the Western shoes. Oh, the Western. How many times am I gonna hear about these Western shoes? Well, you, I wear them. You, they're in there. You know, and they've never been good. I only look better every time. They're getting more broken. They're oh, they're amazing. Every I, time he wears I tell you, shoes, I tell they you, they're what they would be useful for. Uh, these shoes. You can always sneak around in them. I could go out there and get that possum with these shoes Dude, on. Uh, if 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 this is what these shoes bring me, then I will love these shoes. But every time I have heard about these shoes, it has never once brought me a possum that's gone from haunting my dreams. Do you know how scary a possum is? Have you ever seen a possum tail? I mean, this thing is repulsive. Uh, that's why it needs that rebrand. But beyond that, like... Never look a possum in its eyes. Since I saw Ugh. it a few days ago, I have, not, I have not had a dream that did not feature a possum. A possum is one of those animals with dark energy. Sure, they look Very at you. Dark it's not, yeah, oh, you're yeah, right about it's that. Not, it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's no penguin. That's, no, I can no tell penguins you. only can have tell fun, clums, clumsical, like, oh, whimsical. Like, they slide, oh, on their, on they slide on their bellies down hills. Yeah, like a polar bear. You know, yeah, like, possums just have their Possums are just like, we're going to sneak around your trash. And this is in the bro- in broad daylight, too. You, could, you should have seen this. We, we, ha- we got, I have a three-minute long video of, of, this, of this animal. Crawling on top of our trash cans, underneath our, our our furniture outside, up our stairs, just like a person. This it's person possum. And you wanna know how bad the DC government is? We're paying outrageous taxes here. And you know what? We called animal control and we said, There's a damn possum in our backyard. What should we do? And you wanna know what the government said? Uh they're protected species. There is no way. I if I look through all of DC government's laws, and maybe I'll do it one day. There's no way. A possum is a protected species in D.C. There's absolutely no chance the possum oh, no, is protected. I think, I think that there, it probably is. But I think that Why would it, you protect the no, possum? Because they do, stup- they do stupid stuff all the time. But so. what, does the, what does the possum reasonably protect in our society? Nothing. I don't think that it should be. I think that the government is stupid, and so do you. So like, how hard is it to believe they would have that? So I, I think they're just lazy. I think the government's animal control would rather win awards for getting a cat out of a tree 
than they would for, for taming a poisonous species that has intruded upon my landscape, you know? You know, they tell me that we, because we saw it during the day that it has rabies. But I, I, don't, I haven't confirmed that or anything. I don't know, what, so, I don't know so how true any of that house, is. If, if you ever want a reason to respect a quarantine, it's the fact that if I leave my house, not only could I catch coronavirus, but I might catch rabies from a damn possum. And on the way there, I get attacked by this bird who is, oh who is just ferociously defending the nest. If I even walk you by the back look door. At it. You look at it, fly, it flies away, gets an angle at you, and just chirps. and just looks at any time. It could just missile right at you, you know? And that's, that's, this is basically all we have to talk about because this is corona life, you know? If you're not one of the 16 million Americans right now, who have lost their jobs because the economy can't support it during a time of crisis. You're working from home, and if you're working from home, you're you're becoming friendly with the critters that in your normal daily life you would never see. Maybe the critters are only there because you put out so much trash now that everyone's living at home. But I gotta say, one of the one of the big flaws I'm seeing with America's economy right now. And this is this is like my sober thought on all of this. When you have 16 plus million people file for unemployment recently, how wrong is it that our healthcare system is so centralized around employer sponsored health insurance? Well, you know, I think this crisis has really done a lot to expose the flaws in the in the in the supply chain system around healthcare, and uh, the way the government gets involved with the system uh, more than anything. To me, is sort of the big takeaway that I that I get out of right, right. There's a huge stress going on. on on the economy supply chain because we're just like cut off from China and how much we gave to China as a result of years and years of their market being a paper tiger inflating itself to a point where it doesn't even match what it's even claiming to produce. Yeah. And also yeah, we, who would have thought who would have thought that the um we would have run out of inventory of of space on hospitals also, which may or may not have been true. It sounds like that now they're they're back to they're they're losing. I heard Cuomo today said they're they're at a net loss of patients the last few days, so they're they're opening beds up. But awesome! I didn't have I had, I had no idea there was a shortage of hospitals. Well, there is because of if you listen to the episode nine, aka episode eight, according to you, um, we talked about significant need laws and where the government arbitrarily blocks certain hospitals from having more bed space and all kinds of shortages that exist, but. You're right about the the shortages. There are shortages of masks and shortages of all these things because as soon as the crisis broke out in China and they have you heard this? There, there. The numbers in China could be closer to 40k right now. The death total that they have in Wuhan, for example, they're only claiming like 2,000 lives lost, but the amount of hardware from cell phones, like just overnight going off forever is like 40k hmm that's interesting it's like the government completely covered up this communist government covered up all of the truth and then next thing that happened they kicked all the foreign correspondents out of there so they could 
paper over, like their paper economy that is just waiting to be annihilated. You know, the Chinese government is, is built on an empire of lies. And what is going to happen is eventually we're going to find out that none of their marketing numbers, none of their economical numbers, none of their healthcare numbers, none of it, none of their death totals from this, none of it makes sense because it's all lies. And the American media is too ready and willing to print out all this shit because they're getting funded by the same Chinese communist government. They're willing to, they're willing to pay media and the media will just run their stuff it's it's disgusting there's no critical numbers being reported there's no critical thinking going terrible yeah have you heard the new thing that they're saying is that um since we've kind of turned a, a corner a little bit um with the, the the deaths and the new cases and everything um that you know maybe we we won't hit those projected totals that we got last week now the media is saying that the White House inflated those totals I saw that. on purpose. So that way, whenever we don't hit them, Trump can use it as a win. These people are so crooked. They think that, like, of course, you know, there's an election going on and there's going to be some advantage taking when, when you can. Obviously, the press conferences, like, look at them. They're just Trump rallies. But the, uh, like, the media is so far... Uh, on the other side of everything that they can't even see that maybe we put a conservative estimate out there so that way we you know had the had the supplies and everything was ready to go or, just in case the worst case scenario happened or better yet they put out the conservative number so that people stayed home and didn't get sick and were were treating everything with an air of caution yeah, so right. we weren't spreading uh, if we want to say that anything that we're going through now is less severe or shouldn't have taken the precautions that we have I think that's wrong. Do you know how many deaths we would have had if we just went business as usual? Yeah, totally. It's obvious in the places that we're encouraging um, outdoor activities and New attending York City. New York and California and um, you know all these places that were severely affected pretty much overnight uh, were all the, all these places that you know the the gov- the the local governments were encouraging everyone to get out. And so, like, I think we did a really good job collectively as everybody, as everyone, once we got away from those couple weeks of, of uh, going out occasionally, okay. uh, we, we, I think we all together got, got on the same page and, and did, did our part and we're doing a good job with what, it. What we lose sight of at the end of the day, everyone celebrating there was 60K plus is like the most recent thing. That is a staggering number. That's still some crazy stuff. That's like a war. We, this is, <laughs> like more a, people died from this than died from 9-11. I mean, think of every person yeah, that Yeah, but 9-11, they all died on the same day. I, there's no way. I've even interacted with 60K people in my life. Like, like on a conversational casual basis but yeah that's a lot like my by the town that my high school was in i had eight thousand people so imagine yeah, if just 12 of them you knew just growing up just the, yeah yeah I, I mean of course it's spread out but like we are the media and everyone we we aren't even thinking about how serious this is 
This is like extreme. Right. And think about how that affects the like federal economy. Like what is it? Uh, you know, there's a lot of, you know, cities of 60,000 people out there that are keeping it going. So you could probably lose one or two, but like, what does the loss of one of those big chunks of just all commerce mean? I'm, th- I'm thinking of it in a, in a truly human form. So one of, one of those people could have been a writer. could have been a, Right. This also has a lot to do with potential in- innovation and uh, right. The loss of potential in the world is so extreme from this. I mean, well, it's it, really sad. It's really, really sad. That yeah, it really it's uh, it is an earth shattering thing that we are uh, gonna read about probably uh, for a long time. I would say this is a very important time for that. I mean, think about New York. All the creatives there. We could be. The next great Tiger King or the next great documentary or movie or uh, play or anything that we could have seen, that person could have died from Corona. Yeah. And, and if we don't stay home and do our part, the next person that could do that, that could still have happen too. Yes, indeed. Um, well, you know, I think, I think we're, we're turning a corner. It's all going to be good. Um, and hopefully what happens is... Um, we the the businesses open back up, everybody goes back to work, and and it, nothing, you know, nothing really stays. But I think that probably. I, I hope you're right. I hope but I d- right. I, d- I don't think that's that's the likely scenario. I think a lot of stuff is going to change. But I but it's a impossible to say. It's impossible to say this. what. Yeah. I mean, the first thing I think of is bar culture, but like, how short sighted is that? No, there's like. Working from home now will be a reality for a lot of people's lives. It used to be just like a one-off thing, like, no, everyone needs to go into the office. But now everyone's going to see the productivity everyone has working from home. And I think in some industries, it's it's going to be comparable. Like some of these soft jobs, some of these non-labor intensive, you might not even have a, a drop in production. Yeah, I think you're going to see some of uh, industries rise up uh, from this and be much more powerful than they were before and then you're gonna see a lot of the traditional uh industries that we're that we're used to seeing like airlines and stuff may maybe uh, take a step back a little bit um there's gonna be the obvious i don't think airlines are gonna step back. i don't know if airlines was a great example but they're gonna be the uh, there's gonna be some obvious winners and there's gonna be some losers i think retail and like malls are gonna because now that people had been shopping from home for months like your your brick and mortar stores are going to go even more downhill than they already had been because they're not doing anything right now. Your big box online retailers like Amazon are just further winning the retail battle. What like for example, my father who has never used a grocery store pickup app in his life now we'll only get groceries if it's delivered directly to his truck bed. You know, that entire economy of all these people that didn't do just like drive and pick up groceries is going to be, people are going to get so normalized to it. And I think the same thing's happening with retail. Yeah, I think we're gonna we're gonna see a lot of uh, disruption in the retail industry. They're not, the the companies aren't gonna aren't gonna close. They're gonna close their retail stores. Though you're still gonna buy be able to buy online from somewhere that's not Amazon. I think, but um, it's gonna you know we're gonna go to the, a lot of stuff's gonna go the way of Toys R Us and bookstores. Um, we'll just have to wait and see how it goes. 
Okay, that was it. Good stuff, everyone. Uh, we've Thanks for th- listening. Three weeks into quarantine. Uh, keep on listening. We will keep you updated on our goings-on. We're very actively working on the uh, wildlife situation we've got in the backyard, so we'll keep you updated on that. So tune in next week. You're missing the point. Jake Loft, Thomas Bradbury.